0: How We Got Christmas is the story like when Jesus was born. And Mary and Joseph are Jesus' parents. And so first an angel came to Mary before they had Jesus saying that um, they would name him Jesus. And then all the hotels were full. No! came to a stable with, like, farm animals in it, like um, pigs and cows. Moo! These weren't managed to and great. And there might have been some cats and dogs. Ruff, ruff! Meow. The wise men came from the star. They bring gifts. And the shepherds also came. Mary and Joseph had a baby. They said, Hooray, Jesus was born. They were about to cry because baby Jesus was so cute. So then they had a birthday party for Jesus. They might have made birthday cake and like that and eat pizza. They were just like celebrating Jesus' birthday as a traditional thing. The
1: Well, good morning, everyone. It's great to have you here together today. Uh, We have, uh, you've seen our whole worship arts uh, team today, the choir, and then some 220 kids that are in the Arts Academy. They're learning everything from how to make videos, to um, if you ate some of the pretzels in the lobby, there's a culinary team, there's a sewing group, the dance groups. Can you thank them all for their uh, leadership in worship today? And I also want to thank you for being with us today. You, uh, you took the bribe, right? You know about the bribe? Some of you do. We wanted to make certain we had a good crowd at 11 o'clock. We said free donuts for anyone who's here at 11. I'm not joking. The donuts are going to be standing in the lobby as you walk out the doors down the stairs today. Enjoy. We have three, 350 donuts, so there's plenty for everybody, okay? All right? Just leave one for me. Or maybe three or something like that, okay? Hear the word of the Lord. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus. Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he wouldn't die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went to the temple courts. And when the parents brought Jesus... Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. My eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother, This child is destined to cause... See what's going to happen as a result of this child. This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that we will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. If you're a guest with us, let me just say welcome. My name is Wayne and I'm part of the pastoral team. I'm very glad you're with us. Our time today is brief, so let me get straight to the, straight to the uh, chase, if you will. This is a fascinating passage. You've got this old man, Simeon. He's uh, apparently very devout waiting for Israel's consolation. What's that mean? He also understands that he's not going to die until he sees the Messiah. And he expects to see a Messiah. Yeah, but who would expect to see a Messiah in a baby, a, a baby just a few days old? How is a baby going to bring consolation to a nation, let alone to not only the people of Israel, but he says a light for all the Gentiles? How is a baby going to bring consolation? Another word be comfort. How is a baby going to do that? A baby bringing comfort. We love to have babies, don't we? Can this is little. This is Weston. Mm -hmm. How old is he now? Four months. Four months. Isn't he adorable? What'd you think? You're all. Oh, you're all set for riding a horse. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Okay we'll just hold this for a little bit what do you think you know when you have a baby I remember when our kids are born we have two children Jacqueline and Benjamin they're grown with their own babies now and I remember when their baby when they were born how scared I was to be honest some of you who are parents will remember this look there's daddy he's once your photo your first time on stage you're scared that you're going to be able to provide everything they need. You're going to get them to the right school and to the right, you know, the right, are they going to have the right input in their lives? And you're going to be able to afford them and all that sort of stuff. And then we had grandchildren. Oh, It's way different. It's way, if you've never had grandkids, try it. Skip the kids if you can and just go straight. <laughs> <laughs> We had three grandbabies all at one time uh, in, the, in, the, in the late 2016. We had twin boys and then a little girl. And they would show up at our house at this age and younger. And when you've got three all that age, one of them's gonna be fussing at some point. And so we'd be eating dinner, one would be fussing or whatever. And I would simply go, hey, hey, how about if I, you all eat, I'll go hold the baby. And I'd take that baby and uh, it'd be so different. I wasn't responsible to feed him or her, or to make certain they got to the right school, none of that. You know what? We know what grandpas do? You go in the corner so no one can see you, and you cry over them. And instead of God giving them the right school, it's like, God, bless this child. Bless this child. May the comfort of God always be found in him or her. May this baby know Jesus buddy, I pray you always know Jesus. There's something about holding a baby that seems to bring comfort to us, and yet at the same time you go, okay, what about this baby that's going to bring comfort to the whole world? How's that going to work? Everybody wants to hold the baby, right? Watch the screens and see what it looks like. Thanks, guys. Perfect. Oh, the sheep wants the baby. What happens when the sheep from the nativity scene steals the baby and starts dancing and swinging her around, swinging her around? Mary has to intervene. Mary, give me my baby back. Give me my baby back. No, I want my baby. The baby's going in here. Oh, nope, 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 nope. Nope, nope. I'm going to have that baby, there you go, I got it, yeah. Give me that baby, okay, Mary, now Joseph's getting involved, here comes Joseph. Here comes Joseph, and the (laughs) chokehold. Apparently holding a baby brings a great deal of comfort. worth fighting over is that consoling what does it mean when it says that simeon was waiting for the consolation of israel he's waiting for the comfort of israel here's remember the story where we are two thousand years ago israel is in the middle of the roman occupation and they're wanting somebody to bring freedom from that and yet jesus brings freedom in a ways they don't in ways they don't understand let me see if i can explain this explain it this way Simeon's story has fascinated people for the last 2,000 years. And um, take a look at this painting that was done by the Dutch master Rembrandt, okay? He painted this at 25 years of age. <laughs> look at that. And uh, first of all, I didn't expect that that's what Mary was going to look like. She looks a little old in that painting, if you ask me. Oh, it's not the picture of beauty that I had anticipated. But nonetheless, what I really like about it, the richly ornamented Um, robes, and the light coming down from heaven. I love Simeon looking to heaven for light. Remember in the passage we read Simeon saying this song to the baby. This baby is a light for revelation to the Gentiles where the Gentiles are going to understand the stories of God, and the glory of your people of Israel. That's what's going to happen as a result of this baby. And that's what the followers of Jesus have discovered in the years, decades, and centuries since. We've discovered that through the coming of Jesus Christ, we experience the light of God in our lives. We've experienced the comfort of God in our lives for the sake of our own sin. It's forgiven. And yet, who are we kidding? At the same time, we wait for the full comfort of God as Jesus' light and peace will eventually rule over evil, not only in our lives, but over the entire cosmos. Simeon says there's consolation, there's peace, there's comfort for Israel, for Gentiles, for all people, regardless of race or ethnic origin. And Simeon figured out how that was going to happen. This is what he said to Mary, This child... This child, this baby that I'm holding, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. It's through this child that we will examine our own thoughts and our own hearts. And then he says something very interesting and distressing. A sword will pierce your own soul too. Somehow or other, Simeon knew that Jesus was going to die and that it would cause great anguish for Mary. And yet in that anguish, Jesus died for the sins of the world. And Simeon realized that our comfort would involve Jesus' piercing. Can I take you back to to the painting again of Rembrandt? The one that he painted when he was only 25 years old called Simeon's Song of Praise. He he went on in the years later to go through all sorts of subjects that he would paint. He did what other 25-year-olds do. He got a career going. He got married, and he and his wife began having children. He had four children. Do you know that four of the four, only one lived past childbirth and past infancy. They lost three babies. His wife died giving birth the fourth time. The only one who survived was a little boy by the name of Titus, Titus lived to be 27 years of age when he too died. Rembrandt was in his 60s by then, a broken man at now the death of all four children, including his adult son. And he died, a broken man, just 11 months later. Done in. Except for what was found, if you will, the last painting he ever painted. If you you realize this, what was found on his easel, it's another version of Simeon. This time, though, instead of all the richly ornamented robes and the light, who do you see? You see an old man holding a baby. It's not Rembrandt painting himself, but it certainly sure looks like his the story of his life, doesn't it? Here in the loss of four children, Rembrandt has turned to the story of the, of the comforts of Scripture, Simeon blessing the baby Jesus. What did Simeon discover? He'd... He discovered, holding the baby, that, hey, this is going to be the comfort for all people. What did Rembrandt discover? This baby-born Jesus Christ, the Messiah, is where I find the comfort for my soul in the midst of all that I've faced. Friends, I would declare for you today, there's comfort in the baby, there's consolation in the baby, there's the light of God Almighty found within the baby, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me, please? Father, I thank you for the coming of Jesus Christ. I would have loved to have been there at that scene when that little baby came in and the old man held him and realized, oh, I'm holding the Messiah, but not the one who is just going to bring freedom from some block of history of called the Roman occupation, but rather, Lord, freedom for all people for all time. We would choose today, God, to accept the light of Jesus Christ, to prayerfully ask for the forgiveness of our sins. And in doing so, God, receive your comfort, the comfort of Jesus Christ Almighty, in whose name we pray. Amen.